And welcome to the I Hate Rappers podcast. I'm so excited to get this podcast started because I hate rappers. I really hate <laughs> rappers. Like, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Westside. This is your other host. I'm Zachary Snetko. And we collectively hate rappers. So we do. when we say that, that is not hating a person who makes rap music. It's hating a person who has this rapper persona, who acts like they're better than everybody else, who acts like the world needs to be handed to them when they haven't put in an ounce of work. We deal with those people on a day-to-day basis. For those who don't know, I own a multimedia production company that hosts events all around Cleveland and Ohio and in other states as well. And Yeah, I, uh, I'm the host, founder, and executive producer of a two-time national award-winning radio show titled 808s and Mixtapes, along with Emily Davala, Colin Kennedy CK, Swayfather Teron Lee, uh, Dante Horton, uh, Prod Moody, and Jay. Yeah. And, and, and Danielle. And Danielle. <laughs> and on top of that, I manage six artists myself. So yeah. our tagline is, I hate rappers, but I love artists. And I feel like that should be self-explanatory. So the difference between a rapper and an artist in our eyes is somebody who takes their work seriously, ha- can put their ego aside, not as always humble, but uh, somebody who can put their ego aside, somebody who can you know, decide whether or not it's worth doing certain business aspects, you know, to hold on to their ego or not, or to just flat out succeed within the music industry. So we're here to talk about all the reasons why we hate rappers and how to not be a rapper. So I guess without further ado, let's get started. Yeah, so we're going to be looking at um, some examples without naming names sometimes and sometimes with naming names of rappers both in our community and worldwide who we've found flaws with and we feel like, uh, I mean, there's always room for improvement. We're not here to completely just this, put them on blast, them on blast but uh but i mean we are like we're we're gonna analyze some moves that rappers make and uh, hopefully give some people uh inspiration and advice on how you could make better moves to become an artist in your life so let's start off with critiquing me back in my rapper days <laughs> so uh, I had a very big ego at one point, and you know, honestly, to to an extent, it was well deserved for an underground artist. I opened for Juice World, I opened for Ski Master Slump God, I opened for Lupe Fiasco. I was asked to audition for Rhythm and Flow before it was announced as a show. It was just announced that you know these were the three celebrity judges and stuff like that. So you know, I had gotten a really big head. And, you know, one thing that I did, which I wish I wouldn't have done, was kind of isolate myself a little bit more from the rest of the artists that I was around and not necessarily working with at that time, but could have possibly been working with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people asked me to get on shows when they were smaller shows and like shows that I probably wouldn't have done, you know, going back at it. But, you know, that and between that and features, you know, I'd be like, I'm Greggy fucking Westside. I don't got to do <laughs> I don't got to do that shit. Like put some respect on my name. But at that point, it's like, you know. Put some respect on my name, but, you know, I don't deserve all of that. And, you know, this is something that I've had to work through myself. So when I'm judging somebody on this, it's not just, you know, me talking shit because I'm mad at somebody. It's me, you know, realizing where I'm at in my life, realizing what I've done, what I've accomplished, and how I could have succeeded better if I wasn't stuck in that mindset. So yeah. first example, and this this example, this was clarified actually uh, with me and it wasn't meant intentionally like this but communication is really the key and explaining yourself it, it always is it, <laughs> it 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 goes a long way when you say something like for example a uh, little little backstory we were supposed to start this at 5 p.m today uh got here at about 5 20 and the communication is key just updates hey we're on the way hey this is what's going on um even small things like that like 
hey, the girls are taking forever to get ready. Like it, it just, <laughs> it just, it just depends. Um, but it, communication is definitely key um, in a lot of the aspects of the rap game and in this example as well. Yeah. So this example was clarified over a phone call because we were able to talk it out in person. But I got a text about a show and they said, hey, can I get a t- time slot that's at like 10 o'clock? And aside from the people who sold zero tickets on the show, they had the least amount of uh, actual online tickets. We only did online tickets for this event. And I said, it's going to depend where your sales are at. Everyone's going in order from highest to lowest. And they said, okay, well, I don't open up shows. I'm not going to lie because my people not coming that early. And so then they also had said, you know, I'm still working on getting everybody their ticket. But that first line, like, I don't open shows. Like, that's like, that can come off, especially to a person who's working very hard on an event, as disrespectful. And, you know, it can come off as, you know, something that, you know, will start an argument or start a fight between two people and could cause beef and everything. Over the phone, it got clarified as, like, you know, like, look, like, my people are just always late, and I'm late myself. I have a bunch of stuff that I have to get done. I've been pushing hard for this show. Like, if I would have had physical tickets, I could have pushed for it, you know? And having that conversation with them, like, that, you know, really helped clarify everything. And now I'm able to go forward and do business with this person. And, like, you know, both of us are able to have a successful relationship because of that. Yeah, and and just, like, the way I look at it is you mentioned ego earlier. Uh, it, it, you have to have... First time I read that, like you have to have an ego to say something like that, and unless you have the ticket sales and the social media following and the accomplishments to back it up, you shouldn't be talking that way um, because you never know how someone's going to interpret it, and you never know how someone's going to get upset over a certain text like that. Um, and I have DJed for multiple shows uh, for Greg and just other places, and. I, there's always people that no, no one wants to be the first person. No one, no one wants to go. No one wants to go at 7 p.m. But you have to, and you have to start somewhere. And I'm not saying that this is their first show because it probably isn't. No, it's, they've they've done a few shows. Yeah, but like you're still very early in your career. You have to build your way up to a headliner slot. You have to build your way up to 10 p.m. because 10 p.m. is the slot everyone wants. 10 yeah. like straight between 9:30 and 10 o'clock. Yeah, and you don't. Sometimes you don't want to go last, but you definitely don't want to go first, and someone's got to do it. So um, I've had to do it multiple times. Every time yeah. I've done, every time I've done a big headliner opener, even with the, the little bit of cloud I had behind my name, when I opened for Juice World, we were the you know me and my boy, we were the hard opener. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When we opened for Ski Mask, hard opener. Yeah. When I opened for Lupe, hard opener. I missed that by eight tickets. Yeah. Eight tickets. Eight tickets was a separation between me and the next person, and you know all those shows that I did like. You know, whatever. Like, it's just the opportunity. It's the opportunity to network. And that's one thing that I, w- I wish I realized, you know, earlier in my career is yeah. like, you know, you could go to this show and if you come prepared, you bring promo cards, you bring stickers, you bring, you know, a crew of people that like are going to be out there promoting you, telling everybody, oh, this is my friend. They make music too. Follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we'll follow you back. Let's network. Let's talk. You know, let's get in the studio. Let's, you know, do another show together. This and that. You know, that's how you, that's how you kind of build from there. That's how you build a community. And not just at shows because like for just to use an example here uh, i dj and i dj at this place every week and or not every week like every every other week twice a month basically um and thousand to thousand two hundred people every single time and you guys come out and support but you also look at it as a business opportunity so like zay like promotion cards like you said i'm leaving the show and i see a few on the ground because you guys are passing them out to everyone and you're taking opportunities that aren't just your show to show people who you are and get your music heard and get your name out there. 
I told I told all the artists I managed in in our group chat uh, yesterday. Actually, I said you guys are not performing at any show I put together. I don't care how big it is, how small it is. You guys are not performing at anything until you get your promo cards. Yeah. Because we're taking this serious. We're we're networking. You know, yeah. like a couple of them just need to like literally just need to go get them printed and pick them up. Yeah. Like everything's already made. Like it just we just haven't gotten to that. You know, like we're gearing up for a bunch of shows. So you know, just so they know, every you know, no ways performance until you get your promo cards. If you come prepared to every situation that you possibly can. With a promo card that has your Instagram, your TikTok, your Twitter, uh, a Spotify code on mm -hmm. it, um, a, a QR code. You know, like our QR code on, on our tickets links off to their like press kit that's on our website. Yeah. That has all their links to all their music. You know, when you have stuff that's available to you like that and you utilize it, that's the thing that separates you from any other artist and any other, you know, business person out there as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, moving on from that though, let's go to another example. So this one, this one was like, you know, less intense and, you know, um, Again, communication needs to be key. So same show, I, I asked the person, are you going to be able to sell your tickets? Because uh, we're doing a 10 ticket minimum. We're giving away a prize for the show, this and that, blah, blah, blah. We do this a lot with showcase events. So uh, they said, no, I already spoke with D about this, who was another promoter on this event, uh, you know, with me. And they said, I didn't know it was a requirement to have all those 10 tickets mm -hmm. initially. And, you know, basically they spoke to him and said they weren't going to do it. And I told them, you know, the ticket man was in place for this reason. And they said, I understand it's a business. I'm okay with being removed. Uh, if the opportunity pre presents itself, maybe we'll do business in the future, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was I was pissed because I'm just like, dude, like, you could have told me this. Or, you know, D could have told me that. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody could have, like, communicated that. But, again, that's, you know, that's something that they talked about and I I didn't hear from either of them about maybe she didn't talk to him about that or maybe it was just like not important but I still had her on the show and ready to go and everything and like you know prepping that and you know I wish that communication would have been better in that scenario mm -hmm. and that's not really a rapper thing but that's more of you know uh, let's learn from this moment like as a you know a promoter artist standpoint yeah, yeah. and and I mean there's always going to be a minimum even if it's not something it could be zero tickets you have to sell to get on the show but what effort does that show? How do you how do you grow from that? How do you profit from that? And how do you take yourself to the next level? So I mean, even if the minimum is ten, you should set your own minimum higher because you can't just assume that it's free to do anything in life, let alone perform on a show. Right. So why do you hate rappers? Let's get an example <laughs> from you. Yeah, these are all mine. Yeah, I got a few examples actually. Let me pull one up. Um, so this happens pretty much on the hour during business times or peak days. Um, let me <laughs> let me let me just find one because I I've gotten a few today that are that are pretty good. Um, I get DMs on social media and they're always about getting your music in rotation. And people that DM me and just say, "How do I get my music in rotation?" I'll send them an email. I'll listen to it, but I'm not going to put a name to a face. The people that stand out to me are the people that say. Appreciate the follow, bro. How can I get some radio placement? I got some heat dropping this month. That shows that they're they're trying. They're really behind their music they're making, and they care about it. But I have I have examples in here of um, just people wanting to get their music in rotation and showing the bare minimum. They're not doing any uh, self promotion to me, and I take that as I shouldn't promote you. And so unless you are uh, 100% behind your music, how can you expect someone to, else to be 100% behind your music? Does so, that make sense? 
this is this is one thing that you know really does irritate me and it's something that's more of like gatekeeping knowledge uh from social media personalities you know mm -hmm. to the general public and everything but a great way to connect with a dj like like my guy right here a, a radio dj you know and get your music in rotation mm -hmm. is you need to support their page and support their content when yeah. they have stuff and events and you go out and you introduce yourself in person you know you make sure you post like and at him so he can repost that on his story you have that stuff available even yeah. if they don't repost post even if they don't acknowledge you you still have that stuff available to show that you were giving support mm -hmm. and then with instagram especially especially with instagram people don't know this but you have three different feeds on your homepage on instagram you have the main feed the algorithmic feed that instagram pushes to you that everybody thinks is the only feed like nowadays mm -hmm. then you have your old feed of how instagram used to be with a chronological timeline mm -hmm. and when you go into it if you could pull up the homepage, you yeah. go to the top left on your instagram Go to the homepage right here. Top mm -hmm. left on your Instagram, you put down, you have an area for following, which is your chronological order, and you have an area for your favorites, mm -hmm. who, which are accounts that you can favorite. And those ones, you can go in every single day and make sure you see, oh, this person posted, I'm gonna go comment, I'm gonna go like, I'm gonna go share their post, I'm gonna go save their post, you know, help their algorithm up, you know, boost their page and everything. Mm -hmm. and just make sure that they see my name. Every time they see your name comment, five times in a week, six times in a week, 12 times in a month, something like that. Yeah. Your name is in their head every single time and they read it and they start to recognize you every single time for that reason. Yeah, and another example I found um, was an account. It's a good thing, so I'm going to bring it up. Uh, and this is actually this is actually the promoter that is on the event that I was talking about with uh, a couple of these yes. uh, situations. Yeah, so uh, the promoter that uh, is going to be doing this event has mentioned me on their story, has posted me. They've mentioned me. I've never once, you can see here, I've never once reached out to them. They've mentioned me countless times throughout the last year they have been following me they've been following my radio show they have been liking mentioning i have more mentions on my radio page i've done nothing for them and so then when i see their names on the show for tonight i dm them and i say you go into the show tonight i'll see you there because that's a networking opportunity and they asked for nothing from me over the last year and, and they've shown nothing DJing but love not even dj in the show i just i'm i'm going to the show and one of the reasons i'm going is because i want to meet people that have been interacting with my stuff whereas i have other people send me their music and to say thoughts be honest gang if i'm being honest i love, that, I love to tur turn this one up for me gang that's I, what like, i'm saying yeah brody i appreciate you brody yeah. i appreciate you and i've never liked commented <laughs> shared nothing because nothing. like they don't do that in return for me so why the hell would i do that for you yeah i have a business i do this stuff for a living bro you you this is a hobby for you probably mm -hmm. this is my living so if you're not going to support me why the hell would i support you why would i even take the time the 30 seconds to give you my thoughts yeah that's i mean and this can be like you know an ego rapper mentality too but like it's it, the vice versa. It's the same. It's like, bro, you got to really sit here and think about it. Like, why the hell would I support you if you're not going to support me as well? It goes two ways, my guy. Yeah. It goes two ways. I don't care if you're sending this emoji. I don't care if you're sending the prayer hands emoji and the fire emoji back to back to back saying, dude, turn this up for me. We got we got a hit here, bro. Yeah. Like, no, 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 the fuck we don't. <laughs> no, we don't bro. You know how many times I heard that, bro? <laughs> so many times. So many times. So many times. <laughs> 
especially you, man. You get music sensey. Your your living is to listen to the music. My living is to to do the business for the music. Yeah. You have to listen to all this stuff and get all these emojis, man, back yeah. to back every single time. It's so annoying because you guys do not take yourself seriously enough yeah. for us to take you seriously. Yeah, and this is a good example of someone taking themselves seriously. Um, you can you can use emojis, you can use slang, but you just you gotta be professional with it in the sense of this guy said, "What's up, fam?" So like, slang, slang, yeah. street talk. My name, yada, yada, yada. I'm looking for the best way to submit my music for consideration. Not once did they say, play my stuff on the radio. Not once did they say, bro, you got to hear this. Not once did they say, bro, it's not, fire. Not, and, it, and even the, mo- the most professional part is yeah. not how do I get my music played through your station. It's how do I get it put up for consideration? Yeah, how, do you, how are you going to listen to it? That, that, that's what they're asking. So immediately, hey, I'm, look- I'm listening to music right now. Send it through and I'll take a listen. Just sent it. He sent it within the minute. He had sent a press package. He sent the song. And I'll pull up the email, which is... Being prepared is the key. Well, it's it's actually really cool how he did it. So um, he sent it to me, and he said... Um, right here. He sent me the acapellas, the clean, the instrumental, the waves, the MP3s, everything. Press pass, cover art, link to all streaming platforms within the minute. He sent that to me. And because of that... I said, I'll throw it in the show next week. And that was two weeks ago. I was supposed to do it last week and I didn't do it. And because he was respectful to me, I was respectful to him. And I've reached out to him when I didn't play the song. And I said, like before our show, and I said, hey, we're not going to play your song this week because we won't be in the studio. And we actually want to talk about it. We actually want to give you the support that you gave me. And we are giving you the courtesy of saying, hey, you don't have to listen to our two hour show. We're not going to play this week. But we are going to play it next week. I gave him the time that we're going to play it because he was nice to me and how he asked. I'm going to be nice to him and go out of my way. It takes time out of my day to send messages like that to people. So, um, so yeah, another good example. All right. So I think it's about time we wrap up this first episode. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to have a lot of guests on. We're going yeah. to have a lot of guests on probably one a week, one every couple of weeks, something like that. Um, and you know, give you this weekly podcast or bi-weekly podcast or, you know, whatever we have, just cause we got, you know, mm-hmm. we have 30 plus shows lined up at West side along with him having a radio show every week. You know, we're going to give you as much content as you possibly could ask for out of us in our situations. And we're going to bring some rappers on, we're going to bring some artists on, mm-hmm. we're going to bring, uh, you know, some business people on venue owners hopefully i really want to get their perspective especially because that's like that's a whole nother ball game and then another one i didn't tell you about yet but i uh i just started djing with this new music group and uh i there's like security that they have for the djs and one of the security guards asked him for his instagram he gave it to me he did not tell me he was a rapper but he's a rapper and because he didn't come out and say it um i wouldn't have found it out so i think it'd be cool to have some security on there. I feel like they have some funny stories. Yeah. So (laughs) it'd be be pretty cool. Definitely. I want to definitely get as many people on as possible. And, you know, I think this is going to be a great way to, you know, build a community and Mm -hmm. show people, you know, what people like us are looking for, you know, and bring more examples in and show people, you know, how, how to be professional, how to be respectful, how to not come off as a dickhead. Yeah. Basically. And so, yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) seconding that, I feel like my goal with doing this is giving people uh, basically a textbook of how to become successful through our flaws, through our failures and through our experiences with rappers and artists. Yep. Couldn't say it better myself. So thank you for joining this week. Thank Hopefully you. we'll see you next week and you know, we're out.
I hate rappers. <laughs> and I love artists. Hold on, we gotta do that one more time. <laughs> I hate rappers. And I love artists.